how did black women buy the story that you have to work hard at things you don't like? They've never seen anyone rewarded for that kind of effort, bypassing their own needs and waiting for retirement to live the good life. If you are among the working class, you've been told you'll be rewarded at age 65 with a pension, Social Security, and Medicare. Then the legislators began moving the goalpost. For many, the pension is gone, Social Security at 65 is now 67 and on the chopping block, and Medicare benefits don't cover every healthcare event as well as being threatened to be discontinued. These safety nets were never put in place for the black population. They were for a population with an expectation of living long enough to reap the benefits of health and income protection. Black women around the world are and have always been at the bottom of the food chain. When you consider what they are tasked with, you wonder how that's possible. They raise their children and sometimes others. They run their household and sometimes others. They more often than not live on limited finances while neglecting their own needs. Does this sound like what the universe had in store for you? You may be so immersed in keeping the life of yourself and family together that you are unaware of how you are being taken advantage of. You pay the salaries of these people running governmental institutions and also keeping the corporations tax-free who have a chokehold on your freedom. Be aware that these people are paid by you to run the country for your benefit which makes your, you their employer, and your sweat is putting more money in the pockets of corporation owners than their families could spend for generations. Hello again to my old and new listeners. I'm Connie Lejean, your host and producer of this podcast. I'm listening to or reading other platforms where you talk about not knowing where or how to start your 60-plus journey. My first suggestion is to listen to this podcast from Episode 1. The podcast is designed to point out, focus on, and level up your strengths first. Some of you are too modest to claim your strengths and abilities. If you don't, who will? I want you to know if you can work for 40-plus years at something that didn't bring you the life you wanted, you have a whole lot of misplaced fortitude and strength. You just need a little direction, applying joy toward yourself. I don't think it's selfish to expect more good moments than bad. In fact, I think if most of your day is unhappy and unfulfilled, you will become depressed, miserable, discouraged and unable to obtain the things that you should expect. I'll tell you why I feel equipped to pass on this information to you. I've never held a job for more than three months that I felt unhappy or unpaid. I've rarely, if ever, let anyone tell me 
or talk me into doing something that I felt in my gut was not for me. In my mind, as soon as you see a challenge, hop on it immediately so the solution doesn't begin to be impossible. A few years ago, I lost track of this mindset. I'll tell you the story of a lesson I learned. I was at a follow-up visit with my eye doctor. A couple sitting next to me in the waiting room started a conversation with me. We came around to the fact that the husband was a private pilot and flew out of a nearby airport. I said I would like to get back to flying in case there was an age limit. The husband gave me the name of the airport and the pilot in charge. I drove to the airport a few days later and met with the pilot. We talked for a while and he said his father was still flying in his 90s. I made an appointment with a doctor, he recommended, because you have to have a medical exam periodically. Everything was okay, except I had just been prescribed pills the Federal Aviation disallowed to renew your medical certificate. After several months of calls to the Federal Aviation to renew the certificate and asking the doctor to change my prescription, I was unable to find a way around this fiasco. I wouldn't be able to fly again. I was angry at everyone involved, including myself. I felt despair, distress, hopelessness, you name it. I had never felt this loss before. I had to find some solution. It took almost two years to come up with using a flight simulator. For those who don't know what this is, it's a device commercial and Air Force pilots train on. Some private pilot training schools have simulators. The problem is, it's expensive, but I felt I was in onto something. I found a program I could use on my iPhone. It was better than nothing, but not good enough. I then found a company that had flight simulator equipment you could assemble, a yoke, a throttle, and rudder pedals, and use at home. You could take off and land, fly over different parts of the world, fly small and large aircraft. The lesson learned is not to wait so long in agony that you may not be able to dig yourself out of the hole you're in. You deserve a good life. Don't go looking for pain and hardship. You have to take the reins and deliver the best life to you. Ignore people who say you have to do things you don't like. If that's what they think, they're listening to the wrong people or think misery loves company. Ignore people who say you have no other choice. It may be the only choice they see. You're smarter than that. In prior episodes, I've pointed out that imagination is an important tool. Focus on using your imagination to lean your ladder on the wall of success, achievement, gain, and whatever else floats your boat. Dreams are not for nothing. 
They come to you so you can find your groove. If you think bad things can happen, then you have to believe good things can happen. A glass half full is better than a glass half empty. If you're having difficulty making your life easier, simpler, and more of what you want, then you're not spending enough time conceiving a better image. If you insist on working hard, spend the energy on what you want, and good things will follow with ease. Here is something I'd like you to ponder. There are some people who won't travel by airplane. Most of those people say it's because they're afraid the airplane will crash. Second, they don't understand how something so heavy stays in the air. There are other reasons, but let's go with these two. Of course, there are planes that crash, but compared to the number of planes in the air, it doesn't come close to the number of cars that crash. Compared to the number of highly trained pilots who never have an accident, and the number of irresponsible, lousy drivers who have accidents, what could possibly make you get into a car? The second reason is the weight of an airplane that stays in the air. We know huge aircraft stay in the air, and weight is not a deterrent. It has to do with aerodynamics and the, the ability of the pilot. Frankly, I think people who have a fear of flying are more about fear of height than crashing or weight. To which I say, don't look out the window. Okay, it's not that simple. I have a fear of heights, but I refuse to let that stop me from doing or having things I want. Piloting the aircraft myself is at the top of my list of hobbies I love. Travel is just below my love of flying. Architecture was at the top of my list of creating a living. I'll be telling you how I tied these things together with other hobbies and ways of creating a living that always brought me joy through imagination, planning, and execution. I hope the description of the episode is helpful. If you are finding any of this podcast helpful, I would appreciate your likes, shares, and subscribing. Some of the platforms you can do this are not easily found. I'm on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Some allow you to send a voice message. And if you are okay with my including your message, I'll add you in as part of the episode. Since I talked a lot about flying, I'll end this with an old aviation saying, keep the blue side up. That means the sky is overhead. <laughs>